Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for uh, Sunday, January 21st, 2024, Season 7 of the Beantown Podcast is in full swing. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? It's cold. Not We're not at the uh, historic cold that we had on Martin Luther King Jr. Day last Monday, six days ago, and then it went into Tuesday. But it's still, I mean... I went to Trader Joe's this morning and even just walking to and from the bus stop, it's like a quarter, maybe, you know, like 0.3 miles, something like that, uh, at least from the bus stop to the grocery store, a little bit less from home to the bus stop. But it was, you know, it was like negative two outside, uh, feels like we're up to the, the feels like now we're up to nine. Uh, so big time heat wave coming and it's a high of 33 tomorrow. And so it seems like we're kind of out of this scary cold for now, which is good, but this morning, man, my uh, my little fingies. I didn't bring my gloves, and you know you're holding your gar or your, your garbage bags, your uh, grocery uh, bags, your reusables out in the cold, and starting to feel a little nippy out there. So good to be inside. Um, this is uh, the first of kind of a two-parter. We're uh, we've always promised you here on the Bean Top Podcast that we we're never going to be a sellout. We're never going to take weeks off. You know, inevitably in the future when something comes up and maybe I'm sidetracked or sidelined or hospitalized or anything of that nature, we'll get a guest host in here before we uh, let this show fall by the wayside and miss out on a week. But I'm going to, I'll be up front with with what we're doing today. We're doing a a two-part episode and the two parts don't have anything in common. So it's really not a two-part episode. It's in fact, it's two different episodes on your podcast stream. But what I'm trying to get at is we're recording two shorter episodes back-to-back here. We're releasing them independently, one today for this week and then one for next week. Um, And I'll try to do – I've tried to do this before and I failed trying to do like a delayed release on SoundCloud where you upload it but you adjust the settings so it doesn't come out until – thursday friday whenever we decide to release it but that's the plan the reason for that is already been a busy weekend you know we almost never record on sundays these days so pushed it back to the last day possible next uh or this week you know got a got a a work week wednesday night doing some office trivia which i'm pumped for and uh, then friday early uh, not early morning but mid-morning i think our flight's at like noon Got to make our way down to Midway Airport, catch a Frontier flight to celebrate uh, going down to Cancun, Mexico for a little bit, uh, 48 hours, basically. Good friend of the show, dear friend of the show. This is is the biggest stretch, like four-week stretch ever for friends of the podcast here. Um, You know, three weeks ago down in Alabama, we had good friend of the podcast. Uh, Three weeks ago from today, I guess, John Paul Pendowski getting married. Congratulations, John Paul. Well, this Saturday, dear friend of the show, Matthew Fiedler, who is a regular fixture on this program, getting married down in Mexico, which is, uh, we're, we're thrilled for that. So, that we're going down there, and it's just like, hey, you know, leave the house Friday morning, don't get back till like midnight Sunday night, um, and not really interested in recording while we're in Cancun. So that's why we're doing what we're doing today. Um, what it means is that you're gonna have two pretty short episodes here. I apologize for the brevity, B R E V I T Y, but the hope is we're gonna get right into what the, our topics for 
today. Uh, we'll do our you know campaign trail check in. A quick uh, shout out to our um, good friends, our our, our sponsors here. Um, and all the other fun stuff, but there's not going to be a lot of fluff. I don't have a lot of extra stuff, just kind of a busy time um, as we get to the end of the month here. The the good news is, and we talked about dry January a little bit already uh, before we say that listener discretion is advised. When you're listening to this program, number one, occasionally some language, number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. Good news is today's January 21st. Dry January is up in about 10 days here. And uh, let's see, what, when, when is February 1st? That is a Thursday. So that could be a first day of Black History Month, always a good reason to celebrate. Um, maybe a Thursday night, maybe that Friday night, I don't know. Friday night, Groundhog Day. If there, you ever wanted a reason to uh, drink up Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, I will say this, and this isn't a, uh, we, we've done pet peeve episodes before, <clears throat> before, and I should bring that back because this one would fit right in. I don't say this, I don't bring this up to personally assault anyone who says this because I know it's fairly common. In fact, I feel like I hear it more this way, the incorrect way, than the proper way. But something that really pisses me off, just a pet peeve of mine, and I can't really explain why it bugs me so much, but when people call it Groundhog's Day, they add the possessive S, the apostrophe S, um, just, it's, it's just not what it's called. You know, it's Groundhog Day. It would be like calling it President Day. Well, it's President's Day because we have we have a lot of presidents. We're not just celebrating one. But Groundhog Day, we're not celebrating the entire species, uh, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. How did I do? Mrs. Larson, seventh grade biology teacher. I'm pretty sure I nailed it. The planets are tougher. Uh, what do you got? Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, and then the last three I always get mixed up. Does it go Saturn, Uranus, Neptune? I think Neptune's the last one. Wasn't it even a thing? We're speaking about planets. This is going to dovetail nicely into our trivia question in a second here. Wasn't it a thing when Pluto was still around and everyone knows, okay, Pluto's the ninth planet furthest away from the sun, but weren't there times of the year, like a week or something, where Neptune was actually further away from the sun than Pluto? I don't know. Astronomy was one of those things I never had a dedicated class in. Um, Like, there was no required astronomy class that I ever took growing up. I guess you had... Physical science, earth science, I probably earth science. I don't even remember when I took that, probably sixth grade or something like that. And that's probably when you learned about, you know, planets and like the earth's core, the mantle and the sun and the, you know, the different parts of the sun, the corona, the solar flares, the sunspots. But in terms of just beyond what are the nine planets and in what order they are, um, and maybe a little bit of supernova action. Never really got into astronomy. Never took a class on it in high school, and certainly didn't touch anything like that in college. So, pretty cool stuff, though. Um, hey, email us beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. What's your favorite planet, and why? I think, I think you know, people talk a lot about Earth for you know pretty good reason. I would say as you get out into the solar system, everyone knows Jupiter because it's big and, and Mars is like, you know, oh, is there life on Mars, David Bowie? 
Mercury and Venus get some attention because you can kind of see them in your day-to-day life when you look up at the sky if you know where to look. Um, Saturn's got the rings like Michael Jordan, the goat. And uh, then you get Uranus gets all the sex jokes or, you know, Uranus or Uranus. Doesn't matter how you say it. You get urine or anus. So that's probably it's a pretty badass planet. I feel like no one talks about Neptune that much, but Neptune's kind of cool, right? It's named after the Roman god of the sea. That's pretty badass. Now, I don't know how they got from, you know, the sea all the way out into the 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 Milky Way. I don't know. It doesn't those two things don't really go together. I don't think there's water on Neptune. But I don't think we would really know. How long do you think it would take if you're driving 60 miles per hour to get out to Neptune? Let's see, we can figure it out. How promised you we were going to be tight and efficient um, on this program. And here we are talking about driving to Neptune. 2.779 billion miles. Well, that's from the sun, okay? Uh, But let's just say uh, 2.779000000 miles. So that's miles divided by 60 so if you're driving from the sun and Neptune in a in a space car Jetson style from the moon or from the uh, sun rather to Neptune it would be gosh too many decimals here da 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 got to remember your commas 46 million give or take my or 46 uh hours i think that's what we that's what we got to 46 uh, million hours how many hours in a year this is quality uh, quality airtime here. There's 8,760 miles in a year. So we divide that 46 million divided by 8,760. 8, and this is going to be how many years it takes you in that car. 5,287 years, give or take. So that's, that's probably a lot of years. That's like going back to... 3000 BC. So if you were in a if you were in a Jetsons car going 6 and I guess you could probably go 65. I don't know what the speed limits are like in outer space. This is like uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which I read for the first time like 2 months ago. Actually a little bit longer as in I guess 2 months. We were in Puerto Rico when I read it. It would take you if you started in more or less 3000 BC. This is like Sumerians, right? SU M-E-R-I-A-N-S, Sumerians, Numerians, Neanderthals, Necrophytes, all those old people. If you started driving then, you would get to uh, Neptune right about now in time, which is pretty cool. Uh, We're going to be talking about time in a little bit here, but first I want to... um, mentioned that the uh, topic actually of part one here is power ranking the months been spending a lot of time with dry january and being so cold you have a lot of time kind of to your thoughts by yourself where you're not really doing anything other than just like thinking about your existence i will say you know starting a new job two weeks ago um you know plenty to plenty to distract me mentally there obviously a lot to learn a lot of new things to focus on but then it's like boom you shut the laptop 5 p.m., which I don't actually do, and it's actually 4.30 p.m. is when my work day ends. But then it's like, you know, you know, December, November, I get, I get a nice glass of whiskey and uh, just kind of fade away now as I'm just kind of sitting there with my water. We are drinking, in case you're wondering, my lemon-lime water. water, water. Uh, this is actually the last recording session where we definitely don't 
need a drink. Or we won't have a drink, rather. Dry January. Next time we record will be in, like, two weekends. We'll blow right past Groundhog Day. Actually, if we play our cards right, because Groundhog Day is a Friday, we could record live on Groundhog Day. One other thing that we're talking about, a lot of calendars today. Leap Day uh, is Thursday, February 29th this year. I don't think we've ever recorded on a Leap Day before, because there's only been one uh, in the course of the Beantown Podcast going back to 2020. And uh, I actually have no idea. I'd have to go back and check if we recorded on that day. Probably not, though. This could be the first ever Bean Tom podcast in its seventh year uh, coming out on February 29th, 20, uh, just at February 29th. That'd be kind of cool. Anyways, we're power ranking the months here. Uh, we'll also shout out our sponsors um, and uh, give you a trivia question, which is all about calendars. I do want to say thank you before I forget uh, for the uh, for both of these episodes here. Thank you to our friends in Pakistan for making us the 112th ranked comedy podcast in your great Islamic Republic. Hyderabad, Karachi, Ulaanbaatar was a, uh, a uh, result or an answer, a question really, on uh, Jeopardy the other day. So there you go. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for sponsoring us. Not really sponsoring. No financial. Uh, excuse me. Big Belch just had a little uh, vegetable cream cheese come up there. Shout out to Rachel for making a bagel stop on her way home from barcode class. But, boy, that just kind of so the nice little, you know, vegetable cream cheese with a subtle hint of stomach acid. Good stuff. Thank you, Pakistan. All right, here we go. So I want to say I came up with this on the bike this morning, and I kind of just gave it a once-over and went with my gut, and then I made a few small tweaks. I will say, gun to my head, I would need uh, more time to really come up with what I think is my, my perfect exact list. And it probably changes. You know, I'm sitting here. It's freezing cold outside. and by the window, so you're getting a nice draft. Uh, my list in January is potentially different than my list in July when it's 88 outside and 72% humidity. So this is our winter list. Let's, let's do this. Uh, we're going to buzz right through it uh, to stay on time here. Got to finish up these episodes uh, before this Lion, Lions game starts. Uh, Rachel's got some free bets that she's getting into. So before you know it, our uh, potentially our entire life savings will be lost to the betting world and we're going to be starting from from square one so once i start uh you know put a pin in this i'll ask matthew fiedler congratulations to matt on his wedding in a couple days here when we get him on for our taxes special here in april i'll ask him you know what are the pros and cons of cashing out your 401k or 403b early to bet on a you know a bucks lions playoff game no one is doing that i'm just uh, exaster- exaggerating for the sake of comedy. Uh, so we'll get his uh, perspectives on that. Don't let us forget. But um, here we go. Uh, something else I wanted to say, but that's okay. We're going to plow right ahead here. Okay, uh, coming in at number 12, it's January. Here's the thing with January. We've already talked about it a little bit on this episode, but it's cold. It's dark. The sun's out today, which is nice. But it's cold. It's dark. I don't drink Last time I had a drink in January, actually not that long ago, it was 2021, and you're thinking, you're saying to yourself, well, Quinn, don't you always do dry January? The answer is, well, 
in 2020, I did dry January and then I added an extra 11 months. So then when 2021 rolled around, it was like, do I really want to do a 13th month of this? So I drank in January 2021. But we're now uh, back to three straight years now. And I'll say this, it's not that hard for me. Even yesterday, like we were at a, at a brewery for a friend's birthday party and then turned into a bar for the Packers game. And it's like, I didn't really miss it that much because I just, it's something I need to do for my health. It's a good challenge. I like challenging myself. Um, I don't have to worry about, it's not like a gamble of how you're going to feel when you wake up in the morning. And, uh, you know, I haven't really noticed any like body changes. It's been three weeks now. Um, you need a little bit more time for that, but you know, it's just good to, to feel refreshed and not have to worry about it. That being said, January 31 days, you do, do get a federal holiday MLK day last Monday, but it's just, it just feels like it goes on for a long time. So we got 10 days left. We're doing well, but January is number 12 for me. Number 11 is February. And this was a tough one for me because February actually has, um, our anniversary, which is towards the end of the month. And uh, Valentine's Day is, is, you know, always fun and silly and a lot of good memes and stuff. And it's only four weeks long. It's, you know, two to three days shorter than your typical month. But uh, February, I think, is is like oftentimes in Chicago the most wintry month in terms of the snow and the cold. And so it's just... I don't know, man. I will say the, 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 the pro of February, one, is that it's shorter, so you get through it quicker. Two, you, you do start to notice the days getting a little bit longer. Like, I personally haven't really felt like I noticed that yet because it's still basically, you know, work ends and it's dark here in January. But you get towards the end of February, you start sniffing around March, and you, uh, you, you, you start to pick up that scent a little bit. Obviously, it goes into, you know, Mach 5 speed when daylight savings time starts. Then you go back to some, you know, trouble waking up a little bit in the morning, but then all of a sudden it's, you know, you, you get sun till like 6 p.m. It's like, this is pretty badass. I'll take it. Uh, so, but February is number 11. Number 10, April for me. And this one was this, I think out of all the ones, this one I, I struggled the hardest with because there are some things about April I really like. Specifically, you get the tail end of March Madness. Usually like uh, March Madness is kind of split between, you know, Half in March, half in April. I like that. Um, you get, you know, baseball season's now in full swing, so that's good stuff. But April is tough, too, because even though you get the, – the days are much longer coming out of winter, you don't always get – you don't always actually come out of winter. In fact, I distinctly recall when I lived in Baltimore, I was I was in Chicago suburbs like Aurora or something, and I had a big Sunday program uh, on a Sunday in April. This must have been, you know, 2018, something like that, 2019 perhaps. And I had to cancel it because of a blizzard. And again, this is April, and you're just like, you don't, April feels like, oh man, it's spring, winter's done, you know, flowers blooming, we're coming out. April is just like, an ex, uh, it's the winter's last grip here in Chicago. And it's just, you're looking at the calendar, you're like, it should not be this way, but it is. It's still winter in Chicago in April, and I think that's pretty depressing. I don't know if it's just the way our brains are hardwired, but it's just uh, rain, snow, cold, and it's kind of gross. So that's 10 for me, April. Number nine, we're shifting gears now. Number nine is August. 
August is dog days of summer. It's the peak. And look, there are a lot of things I like about summer. I like how it's just like, oh, I need uh, I need groceries or I want to go for a quick walk. You don't have to do anything. You just throw on your shoes and you go out the door. Um, I like uh, things I like about summer. Uh, let's just combine these together. Okay, August, July, June are 9, 8, and 7 for me. Um, in fact, May is, is six. So nine, eight, seven, six, we go in reverse order, August, July, June, May. I'll just speak broadly about summer. What I don't like is Chicago, you get some, some, some tough humidity and, um, just, you you sweat a lot. Now I will say my new job, I'm working from home a lot less, which is nice, but most days in the summer when you come home, if you were like commuting from downtown and you're wearing... I think this is something else I, I, I really dislike. I'm a big fan. My I think my, my closet, my fashion sense is a lot better. Maybe not my fashion sense, but just like I have more clothes for winter, I think. In the summer, it's you're kind of down to like, well, you just wear a polo and khakis. But that's like the least amount of effort you can put in for getting you know, dressing up in the summer and stuff. So um, you're going to sweat through it. You got sweaty pits. Uh, the pros, hey, man. Summer baseball, especially like a night game, usually it's it's nice. The reason August is first here is I feel like you can go to like a Cubs game at night in August and you're still just going to be sweating through everything. There's nothing you can do because it's just so hot. Everything's dripping. You get, you know, it's June, July is kind of the, the perfect stuff for that because you don't drip as much. Um, going swimming in the lake, it's best in August. You got to give it that, that's for sure. But you step out and it's just too hot. So pros and cons, what I really, I think what it comes down to is I just hate when you're like outside and you're sweating so much and you're just like, you just have to give up because everything is too sweaty. So I think you get a little bit less May, May I like, cause you're on the tail end of, or you're on the opposite end of summer where you're like just getting into it and everything is new and you're like, wow, heat, sun. I've never experienced this before after, you know, a five month winter here in Chicago, um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's how I feel. But Hey, in the neighborhood here, you get, you know, the reason May is all the way up at number five for me or six, rather, I know we just kind of blew past July and June, but we're going to just keep going with it. Uh, May, you know, you get, I feel like it's when you finally start feeling like it's, you know, I can live my life again. You can go out, you can make plans. Um, you don't have to think about it that much. Uh, so that's it, but it's not quite as uh, sweaty. It's not as drippy. So that's why August is nine, July is eight, June is seven, May is six for me. And I feel bad. We're kind of shortchanging these power rankings a little bit, but that's what we've got to do for time's sake. Uh, number five, I tried, I, I held on on this one for as long as I could because it's still cold, but there's just so much fun stuff going on. March is number five for me. Okay, it's my birthday. Yes. I'm a big fan of St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Um, but you also get March Madness going. I'm a huge fan of March Madness. Uh, baseball season technically starts at the tail end of March, and you get a lot of you know spring training hype and stuff, and a lot of good news about that. Um, it's still cold, but I think March is like, even though it's still cold, you get slightly longer days. Daylight savings time eventually, I think, is in March, if not April. Um, Easter is always a you know fun time. But it's like you've been cold for so long that now it's like you're going to start forcing yourself to get out there, get some vitamin D, see that sun one way or another if it's cold or not, just because you're like, this winter has been long as hell and I'm tired about it. I feel like March, you kind of push towards that optimism and then April, you kind of relapse a little bit because you're just like, why is it so cold? 
But uh, March, March, you get that glimmer of optimism. And that's what we're all about here on Quinn David Ferns Presents the Beantop Podcast. Uh, and then number four, uh, almost in order, uh, we have your fall months. So September is number four for me. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, September. So you still, in fact, I, I might have been able to put this higher, but September, you still get the summer weather here in Chicago. You get football season starting. Uh, I get to teach my class, which I really like to do. It's a lot of fun. Um, I put November 3rd. You really, you know, you get the front tail end of the, uh, I keep saying tail end, the front end of the holiday with Thanksgiving and stuff, but it's starting to go a little bit colder, and then the days really shift um, towards darkness in November. Uh, October for me is number two. It's like prime fall, prime football season. Great weather. You can go out just like a light sweater. And then I got number one, December. Uh, maybe a hot take. I don't know, but I feel like December is always like you work a little bit, and then the rest of the time you're just drinking a ton, seeing family, um, hopefully get to travel a little bit. It's cold, yes, but it's typically not so cold that it's unbearable. Um, and you just get to kind of enjoy. So then, you know, December 22nd, 23rd comes around and you get like a 10 day period where you're just eating a lot, drinking a lot, and time doesn't really exist in those 10 days, uh, which is a, a direct link to our trivia question, uh, which we'll talk about in one second here. But again, uh, my power ranking of the months. 12, I got January, 11, February, 10, April, 9, August, 8, July, 7, June, 6, May, 5, March, 4, September, 3, November, 2, October, 1, December. Now, I've been doing, I've got a a 15-day Duolingo streak. I should try to do this in Espanol. But we haven't got, we're just getting to days of the week now. Lunes, Martes, Miércoles. It's like, it's like Juentes or something like that. I don't know. Uh, jueves, jueves, I think, Thursday, uh, viernes, Friday, sounds right, uh, sabado, Saturday, and domingo, Sunday, I think, we haven't gotten to uh, months of the year, though, so, get there soon enough, uh, email us, beantownpodcast.yahoo.com, let us know what your power rankings look like for months of the year uh let's uh we got our bean tom podcast trivia question of the week coming up in a second here briefly check in on the campaign trail this week from the campaign trail the iowa caucus was last monday or tuesday and uh trump is just spending all his time in in court um something about e Jean carroll which is a person's name i think maybe he sexually assaulted her i'm not sure i can't remember which one is which but uh trump won iowa handily and i think DeSantis or Nikki Haley came in second or third. Doesn't really matter. I learned apparently the Vivek uh, Ramaswamy guy dropped out finally. And now he's all in on uh, Donald Trump. Chris Christie dropped out. So it's, uh, it's this is just like the worst primary. Um, even uh, like 2020 Democrat was was pretty solid, right? Because 2020, it was beyond solid. 2020 Democrat was great. You got, you had Biden, you had Warren, you had Klobuchar, you had Yang Gang. Remember that guy? Uh, Beto O'Rourke tried to run for president. So it was like, this was really solid. Dude, this year, I know we've talked about this before, but this year sucks. Because the guy, the people who are like in a distant second and third, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, who have no chance of, 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 of winning, they're not even fun. They're just so blah. I don't know. This this election just totally blows, man. Like, we need to we need to start over. We need all new people. Even Trump's not that exciting right now. Because you've just been hearing this stuff for going on almost a decade. 
his campaign stuff and it's like he's played all his hits i don't know if he has many uh new ones in the chamber i don't know but he won iowa by a lot uh but this uh this week on the campaign trail brought to you by our good friends at home pride oregon when you need your home inspector in central oregon don't forget uh steve 541-400-0316 if he doesn't pick up the first time try again because he's out of the country right now uh home pride oregon at gmail.com and again if you try home uh it's claimed by someone else, so I don't really know what happened there. Uh, but give them a call, give them a text, an email, whatever you need to do. Home part or in inspection, perfection. Uh, also, our good friends of the Samson Q2U series, Samson. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. And, of course, Cuts by Q. When you need a fresh do something snappy or new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. That's the ad reads for both part and part one and part two. Uh, to wrap up this episode... Beantown Podcast Trivia Question of the Week. The uh, So I learned this uh, today. I was doing some research on months and calendars and that sort of thing. Uh, and we all know, excuse me, about you know Julian calendar, Gregorian calendar. I actually had to look it up because I was like, I don't remember which one is uh, the one we're currently on. Jul- so Julian calendar came around first. It was named after Julius Caesar. And then it was replaced eventually by the Gregorian calendar named after Pro- Pope Gregory. I think the 13th sounds right. But here we go. The reason we replaced it because the Gregorian calendar is a little bit more accurate. I think that if I remember correctly, it's like they both had leap days. But there's something with the Gregorian calendar where it's a little bit more exact because it's not exactly 300. Like the the extra day every four years isn't exactly right. There's still some. It's still off by a couple seconds or something like that. And um, so I I don't remember how that gets fixed basically is it something like you have to like leap year or leap days don't occur once every 200 years or something like that uh when it's supposed to there's something to that but here's our trivia question and this i'm sorry because it's just going to be like a uh, a guess there's no way that you would just casually know this but it's an interesting fact i thought it was kind of cool um so the julian calendar was 11 minutes and 14 seconds longer than the tropical year meaning you know the time it takes the sun to return to the exact position it was in i, I don't or the earth to something for something to complete one revolution around the sun i think for the earth to create one revolution to to Boy, this is like that meme where the little kid is like, have you ever had a dream where, where, and the, in the dream, and it takes him like 20 seconds to say one thing. It's basically what we're, what we're doing here with the trivia question here. So here's the question. So when the Catholics switched to the Gregorian calendar in 1582, they had to skip time in order to um, make up for what the Julian calendar messed up. So how many days did we skip? And effectively erased from history. This is an interesting thing. If you go back to 1582, if you just followed the you know Gregorian calendar like all the way back to Jesus's time, basically, there is a certain period of time that is just completely missing from our recorded history, which was really interesting to me. Uh, it's in the month of October, and I don't really have any more clues to give you. Um. But the answer, emails at beantownpodcast.yahoo.com. What's your guess is how many days did we have to erase from history? The answer is 10. So it's like October of 1582. If you go back and you wanted to know, like, what happened on October 7th, 1582 or whatever it was, something in that, you know, 10-day date range, there's just, we just erased it. 
the day we were, you know, on the Julian calendar, and it was October 5th, 1582 or something, and then because the calendar was off, or it measured time not quite exactly right, the Catholics introduced the Gregorian calendar and basically said, okay, today's October 5th, tomorrow's going to be October 15th. And so there is no, like, October 12th, 1582 in the, in the Gregorian calendar. Hard one to say. G-R-E-G-O-R-I-A-N. Interesting stuff. So the year 1582 only had 355 days in it, I guess. Pretty badass. There you go. That's part one of the Bean Tom podcast uh, episode. And I know, you know, this gets released on Sunday, January 21st. And our part two is going to be released in the future date. But in all uh, full disclosure... It's being recorded back to back. So we are, what we're going to do to uh, make this feel even more like a part one, part two, we're not even going to have our typical outro music uh, for part one, nor our typical intro music for part two. Uh, we'll save Tishamingo for end of part two. So we'll find something else cool to play, but let's wrap this up so that we can get to part two. Thank you so much for listening to our show. This is Queen David Furnace presents the Bean Tom Podcast. And uh, I'll check in on you uh, in like 30 seconds. But when you listen to this, it'll actually be a couple days. So everyone stay safe, stay sane. I will check in on you shortly. Bye.